The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. This is the Hockey News Podcast. This is Ryan Kennedy. I am here in Ostrava, Czech Republic, at the 2020 World Juniors. Joining me right now is Chris Peters, Captain America of ESPN. Uh, Chris, thanks for coming on with me here. Team USA, their tournament is finished. A one nothing loss to Finland in the quarterfinal. Um, to begin with, what were your thoughts on, on how it went down for this team? Yeah, you know, it's been a weird tournament overall, I think, for the U.S. They they never really found their footing uh, in, a, in a game where, you know, they looked like themselves. But I think that what, what happened specifically against Finland is Yusuf Sununen was a fantastic goalie and, and made some big saves, and especially early in that game. And then, you know, as we know Finland can do, they played great team defense. They didn't allow many chances through the middle. Uh, USA obviously has the, the had had the personnel to contribute and to to produce but they didn't in this game and I think it was just uh, a matter of one you know one power play goal against um and and that's the game right there so you know it's those little tiny things that can happen over the course of the tournament and yeah it was certainly surprising to see them go out as they did um against a a Finnish team that that to, to date had not looked very very good yeah very true and it's it's interesting because you know, in the uh, the other quarterfinal, before uh, or around the same time, Sweden got excellent goaltending from Hugo Elnefeld and uh, really took it to the Czechs, who had a nice start but couldn't finish. Um, one thing I I did want to ask you about with Team USA is I know that one of the concerns of the brass before the tournament even began was. Um, the centers available and obviously Jack Hughes is in the NHL they mm-hmm. they knew they weren't going to get him um it seemed that they had some pretty good candidates you had Alex Turcott you know Trevor mm-hmm. Zegers can play both center or wing Jack Drury was returning to the team uh and then ironically they got a surprise performance from Shane Pinto the Ottawa right. Senators pick who plays at the University of North Dakota uh what did you think about their strength down the middle was this was this a a group that you know played as well as they could have was was the personnel just not right for this year how did you assess it yeah you know i i think that that's part of it i mean there there was never one guy that you could say that guy's a number one center um shane pinto certainly played well enough to be a number one center i thought that he he produced he he actually i thought he was probably their best player uh for stretches of the game uh not not the whole game but for stretches of the game against finland um you know and and I think there were, I think, nine guys who can naturally play center on this team. Um, and uh, I don't I don't think I have – I don't really have any issue with the guys that they picked, but I, I think there were a couple things. The one thing that I think never really happened for USA is they never seemed to find their identity as a, as a team. Like, what are they? Mm-hmm. They're not fast enough to be a transition team. They're not heavy enough to be a good forechecking team. They're kind of – you have to 
you know, kind of figure out what it is. And I, I feel like it may have taken them either too long or they never found it. Um, you know, when you look at special teams, never really came together uh, consistently. They had a rough power play to start, got better. Power play was started great, didn't end great. So uh, consistency, that happens. But um, I think overall they certainly had the, the ability to compete. Um, and I just think in this one instance, you know, Finland was one goal better, and I felt like for that game that was indicative of, of the game is they were just one goal better. Mm. You know, an- another sort of theme amongst a lot of the reporters here was uh, ice time mm-hmm. in this tournament for uh, various Team USA players. The one that came up a lot was, was Trevor Zegers, who, who started the tournament uh, kind of in like a bottom six role if you will in terms of ice time and obviously as the assists piled up uh you know his ice time got greater um do you think this team got the most out of the talent it did or was there just too much shuffling around from the coaching staff well well i think in the world juniors you have to make adjustments and i think that the coaching staff did initially i think the start was a little scattered um you know alex turcott for instance started this this the tournament on the wing um, I've actually not seen him play a ton of wing. Uh, you know, I know, I know that he can. I've seen him, you know, he has done it. But, um, you know, he ended up moving to center. Uh, obviously, he wasn't with Alex Tur- – or was, wasn't with Cole Caulfield, which I think, you know, got Twitter really fired up. Um, and, and understandably so. But I think what what transpired was they eventually found a better mix. They started playing better. They had a really good game against Russia. I thought that was their best game by far. Um, but w- one thing that, you know, I think that in the end – whether you know you can it's like a chicken or the egg scenario like if they didn't if they would have gotten it right sooner maybe it clicked better but Cole Caulfield and Alex Turcott didn't have a great tournament they didn't play well enough to to warrant more minutes and and you know I think there was a lot of complaints about who was the first power play unit and who was the second power play unit and but the power play early in the tournament clicked and as it was so you know you just kind of have to those are the types of things that happen in tournaments so I think in the end you know the guys like Trevor Zegers, for instance, elevated his game. Uh, he made the most of the minutes he was given, and that's really important. And, and I think that that was key in him getting more minutes. He played a ton again. Um, you know, but again, it, it was trying to find that right mix. You know, a guy with nine assists never got to play with Cole Caulfield, who who is a goal scorer. He did play with Arthur Kaliev, who's a, a good goal scorer as well. But you know you're always going to think about those things over and over and we can second guess and, and, and some are fair and some are not. But um, yeah, I mean, I think the ice time was a theme, but I, in the end, I feel like the guys that played the best, like a Shane Pinto, uh, like Nick Robertson uh, got the ice time they deserved. Mm. And I want to get your thoughts on one more topic. I, a lot of fans are obviously very excited about the futures of players like Cole Caulfield and Alex Turcott, both, at Wisconsin right now. For me, if both of those guys went back for a sophomore season with the Badgers, I don't think it would be the worst thing in the world, especially because as it is right now, it looks like Wisconsin would have to win the Big Ten tournament Mm -hmm. to get into the national championship field. Um, What are your thoughts on some of these guys that obviously have a world of talent, but maybe this tournament was a a little bit of a wake-up call to say, like, hey, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah, I think that that's a, a great a great thing, a great le- lesson for those guys to learn. And, and I've watched Wisconsin a lot this year. I've gone to Wisconsin a lot this year. 
and still haven't seen you know necessarily anything that would suggest that either of those guys should leave at this point. And and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you look at Kale McCarr and the and taking that extra year at UMass, and I think the World Juniors was a lesson for him as well. Hey, I'm not quite ready for that next step yet, but I'm close. And, and I feel like you know those two guys are are going to benefit. Um, if they do just make that decision, I think that you can't really go wrong because you, you know either of them. I don't think they would jump right into the NHL. I don't think there's anything wrong with playing in the AHL. You know they still would be available for this team next year. But but this this tournament, even though it's short and even though it's a small sample size, does have a way of exposing certain things. And I think that for both of those guys, that it, it was an example of there's still a lot left to learn. Um, and, and I think what we've seen early at Wisconsin as well. Cole Caulfield had six points in his first three games in college, but it got harder because teams started making that adjustment because mm-hmm. that college hockey is really well coached. Um, there's there's things that those guys can do better. I, I think they're both fantastic players. This tournament does nothing to change my opinion of what they're going to be in the future. Um, but I think it certainly has to you know give you pause on the timeline. And, and there's nothing wrong with patience. There's nothing wrong with extra time. And you know, again, you look at Kale McCarr and what he's done so far this season after an extra year of college when everybody else thought he was going to go pro. Um, it really benefited him, and he, and he came into the league ready to be you know a Calder Trophy candidate. Right on. Chris Peters, ESPN, thanks so much. Thank you, Ryan. How did Alex Lafreniere look to you? He looked good, boys. You know, he good. You know, he skated well yesterday, and and he looked like uh, he's back to himself again. When did the he... first check when, when he when he hit that guy? In the yeah, corner? it was good. You know, like he's he's a, he, you know he faces checks. You know, never no one thinks of that that he does that. He scores and he gets points, but you know he he, he faces checks, plays the right way. When did you get the feel in your gut that you might get him back this tournament? I don't know. It was a day to day thing, really. It was. You know, it just kept getting better so much quicker than everybody anticipated. How about, how about Nolan Foot? Did you get to see a replay? Of that? I haven't seen it yet, but um, we'll see it after. Are you hearing it? Have you heard anybody say anything? No, not really. You know, I couldn't see it. It was down in that corner where from the bench. What was your thoughts on just the team's overall? You know, it, 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 you know, we killed off a five minute and the goalie made uh, Hover made some good saves and uh, you know that one on the rush where he was pad save was a big save for us and they were to give them momentum and and uh, you never know what can happen you know so you know we bounced back with a big goal and, and then we scored some power play goals. Why was Cousins the guy to, to move up when, when Nolan went out? I don't know it's just it's a feel thing. Yeah. <laughs> There's like no about, exact science. Yeah. What would you like about his about his game? No, I, I think he can he does both. He's a good skater. He can get on the four check like you see in there. He, he surprised the the defenseman and they poked the puck over to Laffy and you know like he's a good skater. He can keep up with them and uh, he, he's a net front guy in our power play. So we got good shooters with. So he stands in front a lot and screens. How do you feel about the the buy-in in the team? Because you have a bunch of junior stars that have to take on different roles, obviously. No, it's been good. You know, they you know they they're representing Team Canada here now, and they're they're all buying in. They they want to win. So it's like you know you got everybody has to play different roles. Maybe you're not in the power play or something, but you know you're penalty killing or playing an energy line. Everybody has to contribute. Why are you two London Knights guys playing so well here and succeeding? They're working hard, and they know what uh, they've been scoring some big goals for us. Uh, both are smart players, and and, uh, and some speed. And so it's uh, you know they just you know again they're doing whatever Team Canada asks them. They're going to do it. Achilles' birthday today. Did you guys do anything for him? Yeah, no, not yet. I don't think. Uh, maybe at supper. <laughs> <laughs> what have you thought of uh, Jamie Drysdale so far? Oh, he's been good. Yes, he's. He, He's uh, he's only young, but he's got his feet are outstanding, and he's got head. He doesn't 
make high risk plays, you know, and he, he plays within the, the framework of the team, and, uh, and, that's, and he's been excellent.